excuse me, can anyone tell me why we had to audition for sleepovers when we were little? And the logic behind, you know, she won't say no if you ask with me because we looked like dang fools. Hey mom. Hey. Hey Hi. Katie's mom. We want to have a sleepover tonight. All three of us. One, two, one, two, three. Yeah. What's the point of credit? It was never even enough. Did you ever want me? Was I ever good enough? Morning, the chicks are boring. Why are you wasting my time? traumatizing memory for you to start off your week. Thanks for bringing it up. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitics. I choose four people, leave them stranded on a deserted island and never return for them. Yes! Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! Just kidding. I talk about pop culture and entertainment news of the day. Suckas! Thumbs up and subscribe to this channel. Make sure that notification bell is turned on or you won't know when new episodes come out. I'm actually about to burn down Hollywood because veteran Hollywood producer and filmmaker Stephen DeKnight has attacked Jenna Ortega, calling her toxic and entitled. Oh no, you didn't. Meghan McCain is blasting Gwyneth Paltrow for what she's calling a starvation diet after that podcast interview with her went viral. Netflix is canceling a kid's cartoon for preschoolers that had a non-binary character. And then there are several beauty-related questions today in Pop Quiz. Yes! 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 Here's everything that happened. Jenna Ortega went on Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and said that on the set of Wednesday, she had to take matters into her own hands and say no to some of the stuff that the writers wanted Wednesday to say because it didn't make sense for her character. I don't think I've ever had to put my foot down on a set in a way that I had to on Wednesday because it's so easy to fall into that category, especially with this type of show. Everything that she does, everything that I had to play, did not make sense for her character at all. Her being in a love triangle yeah. made no sense. Her going, yeah. there was a line about like a dress that she has to wear for a school dance and she yeah. said, oh my God, I love it. Oh, I can't believe I said that. I literally hate myself. And I had to go, no. There's yeah. no way. There was times on that set where I even became almost unprofessional in a sense where I just started changing lines. After this interview came out, a veteran Hollywood producer, Stephen DeKnight, tweeted scathing comments about Jenna that got picked up by all the major news outlets. He said that he loves talking with actors about their lines and stories, but sometimes the stars don't have the full pictures in TV of where the story is going and why some lines are needed for the whole thing to make sense. He partly blamed her age for her behavior, but also said she should be aware of how things work on set. He tweeted that she should also ask herself how she would feel if the showrunners gave an interview and talked about how difficult she was and refused to perform the material. Calm yourself, boy. You are acting hysterical. Oh. He kept going. He said that in this business, it's extremely bad form to throw your collaborators under a creative bus and that life is too short to work with people like Jenna who are unprofessional and toxic. Relax, dude. 
this guy didn't even work on the set of Wednesday. He wasn't even there. It wasn't his project to worry about. Plus, I don't think Jenna threw anyone under the bus. She wasn't like, this writer completely sucked at their job. This director had no idea what they were doing. Tim Burton, however, was someone Jenna has called a supportive collaborator who wanted to make sure that she was comfortable saying certain things. Based on the interview, it sounded to me like she took some creative liberties, but she had the support of her producers like Burton. Not to mention this Stephen Denight clown is calling 20-year-old Jenna Ortega toxic, but had zero qualms about working with Joss Whedon, a filmmaker who wasn't allowed to be left alone unsupervised with an underage Michelle Trachtenberg on the Buffy the Vampire set for an undisclosed reason for over a decade. Do you want me to bring the receipts? Do I need to bring the receipts, baby girl? All Jenna did was change a couple lines that made Wednesday seem cringy and out of character. And given the success of the show, I'd say her instincts were correct, wouldn't you? to catch up on last week's politics episodes if you're behind because I talked all about Gwyneth Paltrow's viral interview. What's your wellness routine look like now? I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12 mm -hmm. um, and in the morning I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar right so I, I have coffee but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Megan McCain is now blasting her for this and accused her of promoting a starvation diet. She said she looks bad, tired, and haggard, suggested she's in a cult, and that her life sounds like hell. Alrighty then. I don't get why people are so upset about this interview. This is how Gwyneth Paltrow has always been. She clearly doesn't think her life is a living hell because she has been this way forever and created an entire brand empire around it. Poop anyone? Now, it doesn't sound like enough food to me, but who cares? If Gwyneth Paltrow wants to eat one tiny cube of cheese a day or drink seaweed piss water, let her. Drink the piss water. Please drink the piss. No! Everyone needs to stop being scared that this is gonna leave some sort of bad impression for teenagers girls because that's what I keep hearing. There is not a teenage girl in America listening to Gwyneth Paltrow. Most probably don't even know who she is. It's women 40 and up that are listening to Gwyneth Paltrow. No I saying? I loved the interview because it's kooky, weird, and interesting. Will I only be eating bone broth and hummingbird hearts? No, but I think it's funny and interesting that she does, and I enjoy hearing about it. And you know what else I'm gonna say? People that get emotional over things that other people say on the internet, I'm convinced have low IQs. Somebody left a bad review on the spillover over the Courtney Kayla episode last week because they said it was women tearing down other women. Please, timestamp it for me because that never happened, ever. I think what they're talking about is her saying that she prefers not to sleep train. Okay, and if you do, good. It's like someone living a different lifestyle and even saying it out loud is somehow shaming someone else. Even conservatives have gotten too soft. If I say or someone else says something that we do that you don't do, somehow we're attacking you. It's absolutely out of control and the outrage against Gwyneth is just proof that people are out of their freaking minds and I don't mean Gwen. She's just drinking her bone broth and saying what she does. She's not attacking anybody. Did you forget to take your Xanax this morning? There's a preschool show on Netflix called Ridley Jones that has a non-binary character. After clips went viral and parents complained, Netflix has now canceled the series. This can't wait any longer. If I'm going to leave the herd, I want to do it as myself. After all, you always say to leave 
warned y'all about those bison a while ago. I'm always right. Fact. On Mondays, I'll answer questions from you to me about anything you want. Send them in on Instagram through the link on the Poplitics bio. This is Pop Quiz. Haley from Indiana wants to know, what do I think of Ireland Baldwin's baby shower? For those who don't know, Ireland Baldwin, she's Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger's daughter, she threw her baby shower in a strip club. Page Six reported that Hillary Duff, Sailor Brinkley Cook, Rumor Willis, and more stars partied with dollar bills, meals from Monty's Good Burger, and an epic cake. The pink dessert, which featured a baby's first strip club sign, was covered in champagne bottles and depicted a doll hunkered down beside a toilet. Ireland posted an Instagram, um, like this sort fantastic message about having oh look, we had a very traditional baby shower or whatever. I mean, my initial reaction is to say, it's certainly not my style. I think this was more supposed to be funny to Ireland, ironic, cheeky. I take it as a joke. I'm not offended, but no, I wouldn't want to go that direction for my own baby shower. Everybody's so creative. See how that looks like we probably wasn't supposed to do that, but we did. There's no other reason you would do it that way. Lindsay from Arkansas asked, you're looking fab, but the people want to know, are you loving your lash extension free life? Also, what mascara do you use? I love being lash free in my personal life and you know, being able to rub my eyes and everything. I've been using Dime Beauty Lash Serum at night to try to grow my natural lashes. I haven't really noticed any difference in one month of use, so I might try a different brand. I don't know. You'll have to tell me if you're like a lash serum person, if that's not long enough to really see results. So we'll see. I don't think I'm loving being lash free on camera. I don't think I look pretty, uh, especially in close up shots on the spillover. Now, today's an exception. I think I, I think I actually look kind of good today, but I did darker eye makeup and maybe that's the problem. Maybe on camera, if I don't have lash extensions, I need to be doing like eyeliner and stuff, which I haven't really been doing. I think in person it looks fresh and pretty. On camera, I look a little bit like a corpse. I might start having a makeup artist put natural looking lash strips on me for filming because I think I just, I think I look a little too natural on camera. I wish that I could be a Hailey Bieber person who can put only, you know, two microscopic dots of concealer on and walk out the door looking like a pamp, but I end up looking like a garbage pail kid. By the way, mascara wise, I am using a dried out mascara sample from Dior, which reminds me, I need to go to Sephora this weekend and pick up something. Lydia from Colorado wrote in, you talk a lot about skincare, which is great, but what are your favorite makeup recommendations? Favorite makeup products currently are the Givenchy Prisme Libre Glow Foundation. I do not like anything matte for face makeup anymore. It makes me look dull, dry. I think matte foundation really only looks good on people with super oily skin or like teenagers. I am liking Refi's cream blushes and obsessed with the Danessa Myricks Beauty Yummy Skin Glow <laughs> Serum. The, the names are outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Um, it's like the color champagne gold or something. And I put that on after moisturizer as a foundation primer. I went through my purchase history. I have gone through that product three times since August of last year. So, I mean, I am using it and loving it and repurchasing. I don't wanna know. I may or may not have used the Gwyneth story as an excuse to air out my current grievances, and I am not sorry for that. Thumbs up this video, please. Another grievance, okay? Let's do a little real talk. Let's do some real talk. Only 50% of the people who watch the episode every day are subscribed to this channel. That means half of the viewers are still being stubborn and won't take 
10 seconds to just make a YouTube account because God forbid you would always be signed in so you can watch the episodes, comment on them, like them, all the things. You're gonna find out more soon, but just know there are changes coming because of this and some of those changes you will like and uh, some a lot of you will not like. But I just wanna share all of this one time so it's on the record. The adamant refusal of so many of you to actually make an account and subscribe to this channel and do the things that I ask you to do every day will be the reason that changes come. So I don't want any blame. You can't be mad at me for this because I have warned and asked you for five months now and no one has taken me seriously and there are consequences to that. Everyone else, you're crushing it and I love you and I appreciate you and your hair looks shiny and bouncy. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda, Monday through Thursday. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitude. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.